Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. Geo's passion. What's up, GPP? Passing the place to be. I'm bringing you this podcast from our GPP studios in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Geo's passion. My name is Jack, and I'm your host. So I hope everybody had a good month of June. I hope everybody enjoyed their Father's Day. I did enjoy my birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Well, let me talk about my birthday, okay? So, <laughs> as some of you know who experienced some of my birthdays, it, they have been wild. They have been wild. This time, it was a little more, a little more relaxed. So, like, I went to Ebor, okay? But that's not where it started. <laughs> I'll tell you where it started. It started at the pub in Tampa at the International Mall. Um, I was there with my cousin Wina. B, 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 B. So we went out to lunch. We had a good time. Um, we had some uh, food from over the, at the other side of the pond. I had shepherd's pie. I had some high lie. I had another high lie. It was good. <laughs> so for those of you who do not know what high lie is, it is a local IPA. Um, from Cigar City Brewery here in Spruce in Tampa. And uh, if you ever get a chance, take the uh, brewery tour. It's, uh, it used to be $5.35. Uh, it's $5 for the glass, 35 cents with the tax. And you keep the glass, it's etched Cigar City Brewery. That's where I first tasted Highlight. It's a dark, dark, dark ale. Um, it's almost like a polliner or like a heavier, uh, what's this thing, Blue Moon. So if you like that type of uh, beer, you'll enjoy this. So then uh, from International Mall, we picked up J-Mall. Woo woo! Um, you know, hard, hardworking man. So, you know, he was working on a Saturday. But we all headed to the uh, gin joint and uh, it was packed. Six o'clock, it was packed. There was a wedding reception, long wait. I was like, you know what? That's fine. So, of course, in true B&J Mall fashion, we ended up going to Ybor City. And for those of you who are not from Tampa, it is not pronounced Ybor. Um, shout out to you know who you are. <laughs> Much love for your kid. But um, we went to Ybor. It was Ybor time. And I will tell you, Ybor is evil and it will sneak up on you fast. Uh, we went to Gaspar's Grotto. We went to the Bad Monkey and to some other locations. Had a couple of shots at each location. Um, I enjoyed the Bad Monkey. Because of the military theme, um, it's like, you know, pictures and, and stuff like that from the military. Um, the tap has a, um, an artillery shell. It, it imitates an artillery shell made out of wood. Um, and the, the memorabilia stands to any military-themed bar in the world. You know, just like Mission Barbecue, but only for drinks. 
So if anybody's been to Mission Barbecue in, in Florida, um, they know it, it's kind of the same theme. So uh, it, it's it's very nice. Uh, I really liked it. Um, had a good time. And then from there, uh, you know, we we ended up going to uh, to Bonefish Grill to eat. Uh, you know, you had to eat again because the fact is. That at the end of the day, if you're going to have some alcohol, you have to eat. Um, don't drink and drive. I tell you that, you know, do not drink and drive because you don't want to mess up your life. Um, so at the end of the day, I had a designated driver and I uh, stayed at my cousin's house. It was great, you know. So I uh, had a great time for my um, for my birthday. Um, shout out to those who came. Shout out to those who couldn't make it. Um, and, you know, hey, there's always next year. Next year is going to be a big one. Because you figure most of this, uh, God willing, pandemic stuff is done uh, by next year. But, you know, uh, New York and California already lift the restrictions. So, hey, whatever, bro, whatever. So, now, uh, next is, uh, it's a little sad. Um, my prayers go out to the families and the first responders who are affected by the building collapse in Surfside, Florida. Uh, it's a tragic event and something that's going to change the landscape forever. Um, between building codes, emergency response, the way people live their life every day in condos, townhomes, and things like that. Um, it, it's going to, it's going to really, really, really change, uh, the way people, you know, live in those type of buildings. The building codes now, I, th- I believe that building was like 40 years old. So, so, you know, compared to some of the buildings in New York City, that building wasn't old at all, but maybe just you know it had mad issues and the way it was constructed it it just that didn't help so but um you know the condos nowadays they're they're really 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 uh built well um especially post andrew uh when hurricane andrew took you know took florida by storm literally took florida by storm um building codes changed they upped you know florida up their game and, and made sure that the residents are safe and and that nothing's nothing's wrong with them so um, so, you know, my prayers go out to the, um, the families, first responders and, and just residents of, uh, Surfside, Florida and, and the Miami-Dade area, because the fact is, um, you know, um, and, and watching the news, you know, people from Long Island, people from Manhattan, you know, they had family down there. Some are still missing, you know, so, uh, people in Miami who were neighbors, friends, you know, you, you, you walk out, you, you listen to the, um, you know, you watch it on television and, and a lady walks out and, you know, her side of the building's okay, you know, a little damaged, but, you know, she, she looks out and it's like the other side is gone and, you know, her friends are there and, and things like that. So, um, again, I send out my prayers to, um, to, to everyone affected, um, whether directly or indirectly by the, um, building collapse in Surfside. You know what time it is. Yep, it's that time. A little New York City review. So what's going on in New York City, ladies and gentlemen? I'll tell you right now, the New York City Democratic primary results. So they had an election, a primary election, and um, (laughs) New York City can't get their stuff right at all. All right. So they came up with this new concept called ranked choice voting which allow voters to rank up to five candidates by preference. And of course, it was a cluster, you know what I mean. All right. The New York City Board of Elections released new numbers from the Democratic primary on Wednesday after it rescinded the results a day before the, the um, because of confounding tabulation error, which means that they messed up straight up. In English, they messed up. 
But do we expect anything less from New York City? Not at all. <laughs> of course not, baby. And of course, Eric Adams is suing, even though he's in the lead. Eric Adams is suing because the number that was calculated, I guess, after they did the retabulation, though it wasn't his favor, 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 uh, it wasn't large enough for him to take it all. All right. So Andrew Yang, he dropped out. I think it was a mistake. Um, recently, when my uh, my brother came to Florida, uh, you know, we were talking about elections and stuff like that. And then um, he sent my mom a picture. He uh, he was actually he got a picture with Andrew Yang in uh, in I think it was Queens probably. Um, so I was like, I I look at you. I mean, so my brother had um, Andrew Yang. Uh, my cousin JC had. Um, I forgot the guy's name with the uh, the picks, <laughs> you know, Wiener Anthony Wiener. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, so that's the Democrats in New York City on the Republican side. Uh, Curtis Kurt, Curtis Sliwa, he um, he he won. Uh, he was the one who founded the public safety group Guardian Angels in 1979. If you watch any movie with New York City, any old newscast in New York City where the trains had graffiti, pretty much like they are now, um, people getting robbed, shot, the whole thing. The people were scared back in the 70s, 80s because of the crime uh, epidemic in New York City. What they ended up doing was, um, you know, Curtis Lee formed the Guardian Angels. And you would see them with the white T-shirts with the, uh, an angel with the beret. And then they had the red berets and they used to patrol the city of New York. And, uh, you know, I try to help out and, and try to fight crime and stuff like that. So he's running on the Republican side. He won without any issue. Um, he got 67 percent of the votes, um, the Republican vote. And I guess in this new thing, the way it is, is that if as long as you get over 50 percent, um, you're the you know, you take it right there. So the thing with Eric Adams is there's uh, two people in second place that that you know scored close enough to him. So it's, I don't know, it's a cluster. Cluster, that's all I got to say. Um, now, I will say that um, reading a little bit about the uh, the Republic, sorry, Republican side, Curtis Lee uh, beat the gentleman who was, uh, uh, they say he was a pro-Trump uh, supporter. He's uh, Hispanic into, um, you know, uh, supporting the bodegas, supporting, you know, taxis, uh, the gypsy cab, the taxi limousine and stuff like that. So, you know, um, you know, a lot of diversity in the uh, in the race. So that's good to see. I mean, because New York City, you know, it's a melting pot. So that's that's how we roll there. But um, yeah, but we'll see what happens. I mean, a lot of people are saying that he, you know, Curtis Lewa doesn't have a chance in, in hell that he's not going to win. You know, so what are you going to do? But, you know, that, that that's how it is. So that's how it is. Um, but the time has come again, you know. Uh, I, I know you guys are like, the time has come again. You just said the time has come again. Well, the time has come again, again. So as you all know, and if you don't know, now you know. Um, I'm not a big hockey guy, but I'm going to support the home team. And for the second year in a row, or the second time in a row, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Islanders. Was it the Islanders? The Islanders. So now they're at the, in the Stanley Cup. Will the battle be as big as it was last year? I don't know. They're playing Montreal, Montreal Canadiens. So this is what happens, all right? Right now, the Lightning are leading two games to one. 
with the next game taking place tomorrow, Friday, uh, July 2nd at 8 p.m. And like we always say, be the thunder. All right. So I, I uh, shout out to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and, you know, as we nicknamed them, the Bolts, cause the Lightning Bolts. Uh, we'll see what's up with that because um, I think you know, I think they can do well. I think they can take it again. So it's uh, much love, much love. In baseball news, <laughs> my New York Mets are in first place by two games. And it's a bit scary since they were five games out not too long ago. I told JC I might go to, uh, you know, watch a game in September, you know, um, go look at my brick. Because, like, when they were building City Field, you can buy a replica. You can buy a brick with your name and stuff like that and information. And what that does is, you know, it supports. There's, like, a fund that they have. And it helps support the New York Mets uh, with that fund. So um, I recently <laughs> dug out that, um, that brick because uh, I moved. Uh, I moved, uh, sold my house. I moved to uh, to, to uh, one of my um, rentals that I had, and um, yeah, so I had to throw away like fifteen, sixteen years of stuff. It, it's when you move, <laughs> you know, being in real estate and selling homes and stuff like that, and dealing with buyers and sellers. You really like, oh yeah, you know what? No worries. You're gonna sell your house, and you know you're gonna buy a new house, and you're gonna move, and then everything's fine until it happens to you, and then you realize, oh man. I had to get rid of so many things. So I, I kept, I would say, maybe 25% of the things that, that, that I had. But 75% I got rid of, you know, some stuff, some old stuff, too. Some of the, um, some of the old uh, New York City stuff, actually, from my old job and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that should have been probably gone years ago. Um, but, yeah, I kept that. So um, finally now, now I threw it out. Um, I recently went to a Tampa Bay's Ray, uh, Tampa Bay's Ray, Tampa Bay Rays game with a close friend of mine. Um, and we watched the Rays beat the Phillies and stuff like that. The thing I couldn't understand, I asked him, I was like, yo, bro, I go, the Rays in Florida have a game capacity of 9,000. And this was, I want to say around May, the end of May, May 29th ish around there. Um, and I was like, it makes no sense. Florida has been open up for over a year. You know, we've been doing things, you know, the, the amusement parks are opening up full and all this other stuff. But again, you know, it is St. Pete. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know, you know, whatever. But, uh, the week at the week, actually, I think it was either that same day or day, a couple of days later, the Rays were like, Oh, now we're going to open up to 25,000 fans. Yay. And the thing is, the Rays, uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays, they won't hit 25,000 fans. And they won't hit capacity unless a team like the Yankees or the Red Sox come to town and stuff like that, you know. Um, or, or the Mets or the Phillies. And not even because that Phillies game, it, it, with a 9,000-person capacity, it wasn't even crowded. I, I want to say maybe they had 6,000 people there, 7,000. But not even 9,000. I mean, not even 9,000 for their cap at that time. So imagine 25,000. The last time I saw the trop full, like capacity, rafters and stuff like that to the roof was when, uh, when my youngest, when JC and I went to the 2008 World Series game, uh, game two with the Rays versus the Phillies when they, when they lost that second game and, and they ended up losing the World Series. But, um, yeah, you know, 25,000 people is good. But they're not going to fill it up unless they get like a, a real, a real good, um, good teams, you know, to come in and stuff like that. So we'll see. Um, 
Now, the Rays used to be in first. They were in first place. Um, you know, I was like, oh, the Mets in first, the Rays in first. But even though the Mets are still in first by two games, the Rays are out of first place. Uh, that was taken up by the Red Sox recently. And now the Rays are actually in second place by three games. So I'm like, ooh, that's heavy. That's heavy, 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 heavy stuff. So um, because we know how how Boston is. And, you know, as as a New Yorker from the Bronx, um, even though I'm a Mets fan and people are like, ah, how can you like the Mets? You know, you got to like the Yankees. And I go, well, you know, I got it even even crazier. I like the Cowboys. And they're like, oh, my God, how can you like the Cowboys? You you know, you're supposed to like the Yankees. I, I th- let me see if I remember it right. It was the Yankees. Uh, yeah, Yankees, Giants, Rangers, Mets, Jets, Islanders. So if you uh born and raised in New York, you know what's up. You know what I'm talking about. So those were the fans. Uh, those were the teams you were supposed to follow based on where you're from. You know, like Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island was, uh, you know, Mets, Jets and Islanders. And then, you know, Bronx, Manhattan um, and maybe upstate New York. Uh, was more, you know, the Yankees, the Giants, and the uh, and the Rangers. So, uh, yeah, because you know uh, the Islanders used to play at the Nassau Coliseum, and the Rangers played at uh, Madison Square Garden. And then before they moved to Jersey, the Giants, I think, used to play at Yankee Stadium, and the Jets. Man, uh, I don't remember where they used to play, but yeah, that's how it used to go. That's how it used to go. So. Um, you know, so shout out to, uh, to, to those New Yorkers and those sports fans and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I remember that. That's, that's how you used to know. But, um, anyway, like I said, you know, the Rays are, uh, three games back in second place. You gotta watch out for the Yankees. They're always creeping up at the end, you know. Uh, the All-Star break is gonna be coming up soon. Don't even want to talk about it. It's, you know, they moved it out of Atlanta. People in Atlanta losing money because of that. Um, they did it because of a law. It, it's, you know, I don't want to get into that. I'll, I'll do a podcast on that one later on. And then the uniforms are awful. They're ugly. They're stupid. Um, this new guy, Manfredi, or whatever the hell his name is, the new commissioner, is a moron. He is so stupid. He's a moron. Um, and then when I went with my friend to the Rays Ray, game, he was telling me about these new rules that they have. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He goes, nope. He goes, the new commissioner sucks ass. And I'm like, well, he didn't say sucks ass, but I say he sucks ass. But yeah, man, some stupid rules, you know, to make the, the game go faster. And, and if it's a tie, this happens and that, I'm like, bro, yeah, whatever, bro. So that's why at the end of the day, you sit back and you look at it and you go, oh, okay, you know what? Football has more fans. And I'm talking about American football. I'm not talking about soccer because that's football. Um, shout out to Eddie El Tigre de Tampa <laughs> and, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's football, but regular American football, you know, has more fans than, than, than baseball, basketball and, um, and hockey combined, you know, maybe not combined, but, you know, as an individual sport, because you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, it's re- ridiculous, ridiculous. So, um, now I got to tell you, um, this next thing is for those of you who are into it, and uh, if you're not into it, I understand, but that's okay. The price of Bitcoin, as I am giving you this, uh, as I'm doing this podcast, is currently 33300 so it's a good time to buy. Um, I have altcoins. Uh, what altcoins are is alt, alternative coins. So it's like uh, Bitcoin's the king, 
Ethereum is the queen, and then you have the altcoins, which is like Cardano, um, Ethereum Classic. Um, who else I have? I have Tezos. I have Luna. You know, so it, it's crazy. And and as you watch YouTube, you learn a lot more about the the processes of of, of what's going on with uh with the uh, cryptocurrency. Um, El Salvador officially named Bitcoin a uh, a currency. Um, in their country, I think Paraguay is looking to do that next. Of course, you got countries like China who are like, oh, you can't do that. They, they're kicking out the uh, Bitcoin miners. When you're a Bitcoin miner, you, you got like a whole bunch of computers. And, and that's how they do it. It's all electronic and things like that. Um, you know, like I said, uh, look at YouTube. Um, Cryptos are us with George. You know, you are George. I am George. We're all George. Um, and then Jordan from Boston. Um, He's got live streaming twice a day also. He's good. And then Benjamin, I forgot his last name, Cohen, Gowen. Um, He's very analytical. He's he's an engineer, so he's like a math nerd. But uh, he he does the math computation when it comes to the charts and stuff like that. So, um, But if you want to dabble into it, uh, I'm going to leave a link in the description. I have uh, Robinhood. Um, You know, if you want to get that, I also have uh, Crypto.com. So uh, it's 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 interesting. Now the Robinhood, they don't let you. They don't have a, what they call a wallet yet. So they don't let you put your crypto in a wallet and carry it off. Uh, you know, off the uh, the electronic services. But Crypto.com does have that, so you can download it into a portable wallet and put it there and and save it for you know for rainy day and stuff like that. And crypto still is in its infancy. So um, if you you don't know much about it, like I said, YouTube is great to learn about it. Um, Google it, you know, and, um, and you'll see, cause at the end of the day right now with Bitcoin being 33,300 in May before the crash, it was at 64,000. So it's down 50%. And right now, even though they, uh, all the analysts say there's, we're still in a bear market. I mean, uh, sorry, a bull market. Um, we're consolidating, we're going sideways. So the prices, you know, fluctuate from 28,000 to 40,000, up and down, up and down, sideways. And then after it hits a certain point, you know, little by little, we'll start going back up to, you know, all time highs and boom, look out, here comes the moon. So, um, speaking of moon, uh, Dogecoin millionaire, if anybody has heard of that, if not, YouTube Dogecoin millionaire, um, Dogecoin is a meme, what they call a meme coin. Um, and, and he, he, he invested $185,000, um, you know, with his retirement, with his, he did what they call YOLO. You only live once, you know, he, he YOLO'd everything in there and he held it on with his diamond hands. Like I told you guys and gals, uh, previously diamond hands means that, you know, you're not selling it, you're holding on to it. So, um, you know, with that, he, uh, he became a millionaire. So, um, but, uh, you know, it's not gonna happen to everybody. So that's why do you due diligence? Um, and, and of course I am going to give you the disclosure. I'm not a financial advisor. Only spend money you feel comfortable to lose. And my comments on crypto is for entertainment purposes only. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. Let's see. Uh Oh, I'm going to tell you what's going on now. It's not funny, but it is funny because like the memes that I've seen uh, lately on social media have have really, 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 really made me laugh. So here we go. Ready? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yes. 
Tropical Storm Elsa is approaching the Gulf in the next couple of days. As we know, we know that June 1st is officially hurricane season. Um, you know, things started out really dry. I'm talking about before I sold the house, grass was dry. I was watering it like almost every day. Don't uh, it, we had reclaimed water, so you know, so we were able to um, to kind of like water it more than than anybody else. They didn't do a um, a drought warning or anything like that, so we were lucky. But um, but it's been raining for the past week, two weeks, uh, every afternoon, typical Florida weather and stuff like that. Um, and the thing I like about that is because we get fires. Um, we don't get as many fires in this area where I'm at in Tampa Bay because of the fact that there's more construction. But when I first moved here, there was like um, almost every summer there were numerous fires because you have the dry, brittle, you know, like the conditions that happen in California. So um, because of that, that's, you know, it's it's good that, that the rain is here and stuff like that because we have a lot of dry uh, leaves, a lot of dry trees, a lot of, you know, dry foliage on the floor and that cause fires and stuff like that. So um, now I will say that you got to get ready. Everybody's got to get ready. Um, you know, the uh, fill up on some fuel, uh, get your water, get your essentials, because at the end of the day, if it does hit this way or even if we get outer bands, sometimes if it doesn't directly hit us here in the Tampa Bay area, uh, we might get flooding. We might get out of bands. We might still lose some power in certain areas, especially if you're near the coast, you know, if you're near uh, Clearwater, um, uh, St. Pete, um, Tarpon Springs, and stuff like that. You know, if you, you're near those areas, you, you definitely want to make sure that you, um, you you get some good stuff there, some water, um, flashlight, batteries. Um, you know, if you have a generator, make sure it's fueled up. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, God forbid, it does come close to the Tampa Bay area. Um, hopefully it doesn't, you know, hit us. And, um, you know, we'll be on the, on the, a little bit on the rough side of the storm based on the uh, spaghetti models right now. But what I say is, uh, you know, um, always be prepared, always be prepared. You know, it's Florida. I mean, come on, you should know. Uh, I believe there's a, um, they call them a freedom, freedom weekend, uh, tax free weekend coming up this weekend here in Florida. I gotta look more into that, but, um, you know, uh, check it out, leave a comment below. Uh, let me know if, if that's, that's what's there. Um, and like I said, as it gets closer, I'll give you more of an update, uh, because I want to make sure that everybody stays safe out there. Okay. So, um, I just thank everybody for everything and enjoy the ride. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Love you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion. I appreciate everyone for listening in and sharing this podcast with your friends, family, and your social media platform. This way we can build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse together. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just type in Geo's Passion and you'll see the Geo's Passion logo. Feel free to DM me. Or leave me comments on my social media page of show ideas, how you're feeling, or just the topic you're interested in. That's why you, my listeners, are so important. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and my webpage, geospassion.com. Thanks for listening to Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. 
Enjoy the ride. <laughs> I'm Jack. I'm your host. And I'm out. Peace.